I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry, and Jeff. The noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. Hey, before we get started with today's episode, uh, we have some very exciting news. Some good friends of ours, Kendall and Chris, became first-time parents on Wednesday, May 27th, to little baby Cameron. So, again, congratulations, a belated Happy Mother's Day to Kendall, and an early Happy Father's Day to Chris. Congratulations on little baby Cameron. Okay, over the weekend, we went to a restaurant in downtown Crystal Lake again. It was called Cafe Olympic. And this restaurant ties in with my next movie regarding coffee, which is Reservoir Dogs. If you've ever seen the beginning of Reservoir Dogs, they're sitting around talking about waitresses, coffee, and what they expect, and this and that, and tipping. So Mr. Pink, Steve Bassini, explains he's not giving a tip because he's been sitting at that table for probably an hour and he's only gotten three cups of coffee where he expects six. Look, I ordered coffee, right? I've been here a long fucking time. She's only filled my cup three times. In one hour of coffee, I only filled six times. Six times? Well, you know, too fucking busy. So it's a great scene. I point to Cafe Olympic because our waitress, Kelsey, she and I count now when I go into a restaurant, how many times when we're sitting there, how many times they come by and ask if we would like more coffee. And Kelsey did exactly what Mr. Pink said a waitress should do is ask us at least six times if we would like more coffee or if we wanted, you know, a refill or something. She came around more than six times, which was really good. And the manager also, I didn't catch her name, but she would come around and ask if we would have more coffee. It worked out well, and Mr. Pink was right. At least six cups. It was great. Just like that movie, Reservoir Dogs, Cafe Olympic, highly recommended. If you get a chance, downtown Crystal Lake, Illinois, please go there. This week, we're going to talk about two people that had a very special impact on my life. One, my childhood friend, Michael Martin. I met him when we moved to West Pullman, 1969. We were in seventh grade together eighth grade and then first year of high school. So we'll just pick this story up with Michael. We're at West Pullman High School, which is a branch of Fanger. So I should say it was Fanger High School. And it was right above the grammar school that we went to the two previous years. So it was good. We didn't have to go to the main uh, branch. We were just at West Pullman. We're at recess one day or lunch. We're playing football and everything's going good. Come back. I'm at my locker and what was going on at the time at the school was there were different factions having fights all the time, off and on, off and on. So I got my locker open, getting my book for my afternoon classes, and all of a sudden, boom, I get hit in the back of the head. And then I get a punch in, the, in my back. And then it stops, and it pushed me into my locker out of nowhere. And then I hear a bunch of yelling and pushing and shoving, and then I feel this arm come around and grab my shoulder, turn around, and there's Michael Martin right there. He's like, you okay, babe? I go, yeah. And I'm all shook up. And then everything was just, everybody was all running around in the hallway and this and that. And then Mr. Haskins, the principal at the time, comes over. Mr. Haskins says, okay, 
officer, come on over to my office. And Michael says, well, I'm going to go with. And I said, can you go with Mr. Haskins? Yeah. We get in the office. Mr. Haskins says, go on, sit down. Uh, I'll be right back. Comes back a minute later. He says, okay, what's going on? He goes, I said, well, I'm at my locker. I get punched in the head. He goes, well, what? I go, I don't know. I don't know. So he's looking at me, and he could see him. He goes, you want some water or something? I go, well, if you got a little cup of coffee, I'll take that. No, I don't. He goes, you want some water? I go, yeah, I'll take a little of that. He says, <laughs> okay, let me get this again. Martin, what were you in there? He goes, well, I was helping Beaver. And Haskins looks at me and goes, Beaver? What's that? So Michael goes, well, that's his name. So then Mr. Haskins goes, your name is Beaver? Now you're Jerry's brother, right? I go, yeah. He goes, Jerry Balser. I go, yeah. He goes, well, what's it? And Michael goes, well, that's red. He goes, red? Mr. Haskins loved my brother. My brother was great in basketball. Mr. Haskins used to run the basketball team for our branch and everything. And my brother was a great basketball player. He loved my brother. So he goes, okay, let me get this right. I got a beaver that likes coffee with a brother named Red. And Martin, what do they call you? He goes, well, they didn't call me anything. He goes, they just call me Michael. He goes, okay. <laughs> okay, Michael. He goes, why don't you go back to class? He goes, well, I don't want to go back to class. He goes, I want to stay here with Beaver. He goes, why? He goes, well, you know, they jumped him. So he asks, he looks at him, he goes, they jumped I go, yeah, they jumped me. You want to go through through the halls, each class, and try and pick out who did it? I go, well, I didn't see him. They hit me from behind. So he looks at Michael. He goes, you know who, who did this? He goes, no. He goes, well, I thought you pulled, were pulling him off. He goes, well, yeah, I was pulling him off, but I didn't get a good look at him. He goes, I can't go class to class looking for him. Mr. Haskins goes, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want to go home. He goes, you want to go to class? I go, no, I don't want to go to class. So Michael says, well, I'll go to class with him. He goes, oh, and you're smart enough to miss all your other classes? Michael goes, well, yeah. He goes, no, we're not going to do that. He goes, okay, boss. He goes, you want to go home? I go, yeah. I go, can Michael walk me home? I'm afraid. And Michael starts laughing. He goes, yeah, Beaver's afraid. <laughs> So Haskins starts laughing, too. He goes, all right, here's what we're going to do. He goes, I'm sending you home. He goes, Martin, you want to walk this little beaver home? He goes, you walk him home. He goes, you guys get lost for the rest of the day. Be back tomorrow. Come to my office in the morning, and we're going to get this thing over. Okay. So we're walking home. We're laughing and everything. So we get to my house. We just sat on a porch for a little bit, you know, talked for about a half hour, and then Michael went home. He actually lived right across the street from the high school. On 120th and Parnell. Nothing ever happened because everyone was friends again. You know, I never really knew who hit me. The next day at lunch, everybody played football and all the fighting was gone. At the end of Wonder Years, the guy says, "Life, you start, you start off in diapers, and then you're on your way. But your childhood memories will always stay with you." And this one of childhood memories that is one of the good ones. And Michael Martin was one of my good friends growing up. And unfortunately, I found out just recently that he had passed away like 10 years ago. It just hurt just knowing that. He was a good friend. And I will have another story regarding Michael and in August around his birthday. That is another time where he bailed me out. Okay, so that cup, first cup goes to my good buddy, Michael Martin. And now we will move on to Louise Pasterzik, a.k.a. Boucha, was a great Great person, great influence in my life and my family's life. My wife considers her her uh, second mother. She was absolutely great. She was the, she was a nurse at Resurrection Hospital. Was there to help out for the 
birth of both of our daughters. Very calming, very nice, nice person. And in later years, when we visit her in Arizona, we go to a senior center where she was staying at. We go for a meal. She would always ask me what I wanted. Always, do I want this, Jeff? Do I want that, Jeff? And then she would always say she wanted coffee with her meal, which I thought was kind of cool because my grandmother would always do that too, which I think was a senior thing, which, you know, I don't hate, I don't even order coffee with my meal until maybe breakfast, but not dinner until afterward. But I'm sure when I get to being a senior center, I'll be ordering coffee with my meal. So we'll save that that request for when I'm like 90. Um, she just passed away a year ago. It'll be a year ago tomorrow. And May 31st, it's actually Memorial Day. I believe things happen for a reason. And I don't know, about 10 years ago, I had woke up one morning, I had Bell's palsy where the left side of your face is frozen. It's paralyzed. My left eye couldn't open. Tip of my nose was, was frozen. The right side of my mouth was drooping. It, it was terrible. It was just a virus I, I caught. And it's your seventh nerve that runs directly down. You lose your lines on your forehead. So I got it on uh, July 7th. And I think it was July 10th. We were in Arizona. So again, I believe things happen for a reason. It couldn't have been a better place for me to go to because Busha was there. One day I was sitting on the couch. I had my head back. And all of a sudden I feel these two hands massaging my face. And it just felt so good, so comforting, like my mom was there with her hands, you know, just relaxing me because it was terrible. My eye wouldn't close. It was watering. And she was a very calming influence for that period in my life. Helped me out through that time we were out there. And all the times I went out there, I would always look forward to seeing her. It was just great talking to her, positive with us and a very big influence on our family. And for her, been one year, it hurts missing her but Usha we miss you we love you and this cup of coffee one cup in each hand goes to my good buddy Michael Martin and Louise Pasterzik aka Busha who was a very big influence on a lot of people and especially my family and Busha I know you're in that big coffee shop in the sky and up there it's okay to order coffee with your meal enjoy to my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. She and made, how did you meet her? Well, she was my wife's, uh, one of her best friends, Lisa. That was her mom. Uh, Pam went to high school with Lisa and then hung around her and a bunch of other girls. And uh, Busha was uh, was there. And just a very, and at one time, God, that's when I forgot the ad. Yeah, one time we tried to get my mom to move across street from Busha because mm -hmm. right towards the end of my mother's life, we wanted her to move near us on the north side. My mom was uh, still in Blue Island. So we tried to get her to move across street from Busha because I wanted her near her. Again, she was a nurse. In case of an emergency, she would be right across the street. And 
you know, unfortunately, um, it didn't work out.